And hello, everybody. Everybody, hello, and welcome to We Synced It. I Synced It. Yes, it is a weekly podcast that focuses in on all the movies, TV, and entertainment in between. I am one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev. And how is everybody doing today? Yeah. Yeah. So how you doing, Kevin, man? What's up? What's going on? It's a beautiful weekend. Uh... We got a lot to talk about today. We got uh, we're going to be reviewing um, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, yeah. no longer the Falcon, and we're also going to be talking about our thoughts on Mortal Kombat, which came out this past weekend in both theaters and on HBO Max. Um, and just to remind everyone, this episode of We Seen It was brought to you by Extreme Action Park. Yes. Uh, what's what's going to be the phrase this week for Extreme you? Action Park? They put the X in it so you don't got to bring yours. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was great. (laughs) Um, so Falcon is no longer the Falcon, he's Captain America, and uh, he never called himself Captain America. I realized that it's it's just like okay, it's people were naturally calling him Cap, Cap, yeah, which was great, which was yeah, that was pretty dope. Uh, the show. You know, if if you watch part uh, episode five and then you jumped into episode six, it was a natural flow of things because it was all like a build up to episode six. Uh, because episode five, you see him getting ready. I mean, he's gearing up, uh, and then you saw what what took place in um, I, I. What would you call that place? That they they were just uh, they're having a meeting of all the. The senators and all the world leaders and stuff like that. Yeah, it was like a general. Uh, what's that place that's in California, in, in New York, man? What the United Nations? <laughs> United Nations. That's what's going on. Is right? that is that what it was exactly? I think so, because there was a, a bunch of people from all around the world. They were supposed to vote on uh, on what they're going to do with. Uh, I didn't want to say refugees because he called them something else. Because he said, "No, don't call them refugees. Don't call them terrorists or something like that." But. I mean, they were refugees, and uh, the whole premise was that, okay, so these people were... And, you know, I realized something about this whole thing. Um, I watched the, the show once, all the way through, and I thought that they were the people who got blipped and came back, and they didn't have anything. No. What took place was that... The people who got blipped when they came back, everybody around the world start caring for them because it's like, oh, shit, you know, you, you came back, you lost all this stuff. And now when you come back, you know, we're trying to get you back your stuff back and, you know, get you your house and all these other things. So the, the people who were part of well, one world, one people were the people who were here, who stayed here. They, that uh, that were actually part of the you know people who who actually got to live through the whole thing, and they were mad because they weren't being taken care of. They were getting kicked out of their whole like their towns that they they built and for the whole five years, and you know they they started these new relationships and now the people who came back from the blip are now they're they're moving back into their whole houses their old houses and the people who were there before are getting kicked out. So it was like, oh, shit. So this is one of those things, like, it, it made me think even more, like, oh, man, do they have, like, a point? Because 
but to be it's it's that whole thing about like your intentions and execution their their intentions were right but the execution was it was way the fuck off like but, the fact but, that they wanted to kill a whole bunch of people right they their their intention was wrong i mean their execution was wrong mm-hmm. um but sam made a good point when he was speaking to the senators like you know you you guys kind of pushed them to do to get to that level yeah you know, and and it's kind of like what's going on right now in the real world, where it's like, yeah, yes, you, you know, there's this immigration uh, situation, but it's like, well, why are people leaving their their home country? Because yeah. look at what they're going through, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, no, I I thought the show ended amazingly. Um, I was glad that uh, Bucky was able to reconcile finally and like properly actually go to the, the gentleman and tell him like you know this is the reason why. Yo, but I think his his means of doing it was a lot more hurtful than uh, than what you, than it helped because it's like you befriend the person who you're supposed to you know you wanted to tell the truth because he wanted to tell this guy from Jump about like oh you know I was the one who killed. Your your son, and he befriended this guy. You know, every like it, it, he befriended this guy to the point that it was like once a week they went to a bar to have a drink, yep. kind of shit. And I don't know how long this was going on for this relationship. It could have been going on for like shit, like a year or two. And then finally, he told him what uh, what he why he uh, why is he you know why he's there. And then you find out that, oh, yeah, it's because, you know, I uh, I killed your son. And on top of that, he didn't even try to, like, really defend himself kind of thing. It was like, yeah, uh, the Winter Soldier killed your, your son. I am the Winter Soldier. I had to do it. It was like, I had to do it. But he didn't, like, go into detail of why he had to do it. It's just like he just left. Maybe they did talk about it a little bit more, but we just see him leaving. I, I think he did that on purpose because at that point it was like, if you, if, if you were the father of that son, would you really care about that whole backstory of him turning into the Winter the fact that he didn't he couldn't he was brainwashed? You murdered my son. That's it. it, it brainwashed. It's kinda, like it's kind of like it's kind of like the the fight between Iron Man and Captain America. Like, yeah, he killed your parents, but like, do you really want to hear the whole story as to why? No, Iron Man didn't care. He was like, yeah, he killed my mom. That's all I care about. You know, and I think that's what it was. I think Bucky knew like. Bro, there's no point in me telling the whole story about Hydra and all of that. So like, there's no moment of let me explain, like you know how they do it in the rom coms. You can't, <laughs> you, know, like, you can't do it. But I think he knew. He knew, like, yo, there's no point. He's not gonna hear it. He's it's just that, it. yeah, He's I was the one it. who did it. And 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 I love that. I actually kind of liked that because I, I felt like it was realistic. Like in real life, sure. Like if your son was murdered, like you don't want to hear the backstory about the murderer. Yeah, you don't care. You all you care about is the fact that your your son, who was innocent, was yeah. But that got to make you feel like even more angrier because the fact that he told you this, and you were friends with him for like a month, a year, and when he finally tells you this, you know, it's like on the off days, like oh, it's not Wednesday, it's not this. He just out of the blue just tells you this shit. So it's like yo, you became my friend. So now you can't even have that kind of raw emotion that you would have had. If he would have just told you like off the just off the the rip, like if he would have just came up to you, oh yeah, by the way, uh, hey, what's going on? Uh, my name is Winter Soldier. I'm the guy who killed your son, kind of thing. So you just can't be up. Oh, 
boom, killing you right there, right then and there. Now it's like, oh my gosh, I have feelings for you. Like you know, you know, I care for you because you know we, we're we're spending this time together. And now you tell me this shit, so now you're gonna be kind of conflicted. Yeah. So now your emotions are all fucking out of whack, kind of shit. So you don't know how you really. It's like ah, it's like you want to punch the person, but you don't. Yeah. It's like oh my god, it's um. We saw uh, Sharon Carter, aka the power broker. Um, is she? She's the power broker. Right? She she is the power broker. Yeah. Um. We looks like she's gonna end up becoming some antihero slash villain. Maybe. I don't know what. I, I, I think that's the vibe that I'm getting. Man, to be honest, man, I just don't see. I don't see it on her. Um, <laughs> I just don't see it on her as her being the power broker. To me, it's like mm, we it, finally got to see uh, Wyatt. Uh, that's the name of the actor. Uh, talking about uh, uh, John. John Walker. John Walker as the U.S. agent. Yeah. Which I, it's the same goddamn suit. It's just uh, black rather than blue. But I do prefer this color. This one, I have to admit, it's pretty, it's cool looking. It's cool looking. Um, I still don't get the, I don't I don't understand this guy's uh, vibe from him. Because at the end of him doing, uh, I'm back, baby. The whole, I know that uh, that's supposed to be a callback from the comic book when uh, he, Debuted as U.S. agent on the cover, you see him, and you know, and uh, he's basically saying, "I'm back, I'm back, baby." That's that's what he's saying, and that's supposed to be a callback. But it seems like he's, uh, I don't know. He, he, I thought he was gonna be like, "You're gonna know that this guy is uh, like he's a bad dude." But to be honest, it's like I don't know if you, I don't know if he is a bad dude because in that moment where he had the option to either go at those uh, those uh, those attackers or save the people who were in the actual truck, he went for the people in the truck. So I was like, oh, okay, so I, he does have like some type of. Uh, um, I I think he is gonna end up being you know just the typical hero, but he's gonna be like the the wild card, mm-hmm. like he's gonna be like. If I were to compare him to like another character, like he's just like the, I guess like another Wolverine. Like he's a good guy, mm. but he's gonna fucking tear you to shreds. Yeah, like he's not gonna he's not gonna hold back, you know. And I and I think he's gonna be that one guy who's gonna get in the way a lot. Mm-hmm. And like the real heroes are gonna look at him like, yo, could you just get the just fuck out just the way? stay <laughs> stay aside. I mean, the fact that this dude did all this shit and then he just got away with it with just uh oh yeah we're gonna take away all your uh we you know you're no longer gonna be captain america uh we're gonna strip you of all these things and you get to go home and do whatever you want so he made a shield which basically collapsed at the first touch of uh one of these superhumans which was pretty fucking funny so that shit like bend i'm like oh any vibranium homie <laughs> Maybe you can throw it, but it, it it doesn't bounce the same, man. That shit's probably heavier, heavier than twenty pounds. The vibranium one. Uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus, who plays Val, mm-hmm. um, I thought she was gonna be a villain. Like I was getting that vibe that she was gonna be a villain, but I noticed the detail, and you taught me this uh, when when we were reviewing Knives Out, that uh, the director announced that like Apple. Has this yeah. strict rule that only good guys can have the iPhone? IPhones, and she had yeah. an iPhone in her hand. Ooh. I noticed it. I noticed she had an iPhone. So I think she's going to be basically like another Nick Fury, but like a darker, like 
she 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 plays a lot in the gray area. She's not okay. black or white. You know. I can't wait for uh, Black Widow to come out because, um, the the I mean the word around the internet could be false is that she's mostly in Black Widow. Uh, like, uh, the way that was supposed to happen, but uh, you know if the if the pandemic didn't happen was that we're supposed to see Black Widow, and then we're supposed to see uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, and we're supposed to you know it's supposed to be a callback like oh shit that's uh. That's that's Elaine from uh, Black Widow, but now we're like Elaine. <laughs> what are you doing, here, Elaine? What are you? <laughs> it was on a break. Nah, wrong show, wrong show. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, it was uh, it was fucking dope, man. The message that was on the show was like fucking powerful, yo. Everything like. Everything was like it resonated with the climate that we're going through right now. And I was uh I was on TikTok before I got here and this is dude who's uh named Straw Hat Goofy and or Luffy. Whatever, one of those things, but shout out to you. He actually uh he, he dug in deep and he said that the um, Damn, what's the name? The Red Hand? That's not that's not the name no, of the, the guy. The Flag Smashers. The Flag Smashers were basically all lives matter. And he said he compared them to that is because what what took place because the whole thing about like okay there's these marginalized people who uh, who they 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 went through the blip they finally get here as soon as they get here everything that they had is gone so the you know every the governments around the world are trying to take care of these people so the people who were there before get upset the flag smashers they get upset saying that you. You basically discarded us and you throwing us away. And their their line, their their phrase is one world, one people is like all lives matter. And the fact that there was that line that um that the leader of the flag smashers said to John Walker when she said that, Oh, I'm sorry. Um I don't like to hurt people who don't matter. And then you hear John Walker says, So you saying that Jamar's life or Lamar's life didn't matter? And yo, know, coming from him was like crazy because you know Yo, the, the 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 vibe that you know I got a guy was like, oh, you know, he's a little he's a little bit racist, but maybe he's not. I think he's just he's just problematic. And the fact that uh, he said that, oh, you think Lamar's life didn't matter, and then you know he just fucking turned the fuck up, and it's like, oh shit, you know, Black Lives Matter kind of shit. So I'm like, oh, okay, so I I see I see it. I mean, it could be a reach, but to be honest, I mean, this dude Straw Hat has been like on point for. So long that I'm like, you know, I'm rolling, I'm rolling with it, cause it's like, though this whole fucking show has been like, what they call that, uh, allegory for what's going on now, and some people just don't see it. Some people are like, ah, oh, man, it's not that deep. Nah, the water is kind of deep, man. You could dive in head first and not break your neck in this kind of shit. The this show is fucking amazing. So far, Disney Plus Marvel shows have not missed, and. I mean, shit, Disney, uh, Marvel TV shows in general, if we're going to go off of like, uh, if it's going to go off like a a Michelin star grade, yo, I'm going to have to give them like at least a three, three and a half Michelin star just on grading, just MCU uh, TV shows in there. And the only reason they're getting the three, three, uh, 
three out of four stars because they came out with that uh the first sh- the that fucking first uh what's that uh the golden hand what's the what's the name of that fucking show with the the American dude who the Iron Fist no. the first season of Iron Fist was trash and then there was that show that was on uh but was that was that Marvel Studios that did all yeah that? yeah yeah think so well MCU. I know that it's not canon anymore because Feige is like, nah, I'm not doing that. All that uh, Daredevil and all that uh, all that stuff that we enjoyed on Netflix may not be canon anymore. So, which kind of breaks my heart because I would r- really like to see a world where you know there's all these different people who are fighting crime. But I mean, maybe Feige has something something else planned, or maybe he just doesn't like anything that doesn't have his name on it. Like, if it doesn't say anything that, you know, his name is not in the credits at all, he's like, fuck it, nah. None of that is, none of that is rolling, which is, like, some bullshit, but, hey, if that's the way he wants to do it, that's the way he wants to get it done. But, yeah, man, um, three out of four stars, man. What's, what's your thoughts on it? Oh, no, I, I, I would definitely give it three and a half um, out of four. Um, I loved, like, exactly what you said, all, all the political points, all of the... Uh, the the details regarding uh, racism mm-hmm. and prejudice, and I love the fact that they gave closure to Isaiah's story at yeah. the end. Everything was great. Everything gave me goosebumps, um, and I think I think it was a great way to lead into the next Captain America movie. I'm super excited now. Yeah, I'm super excited to see uh, them take it to the next level. And uh, and I agree with you. The, the the quality of these TV series, they're just as good as watching movies. Yeah, they're they're yeah. awesome. They're awesome. That Wandavision was also a lot of fun to watch. Um, I'm excited to see what they have in store for the streaming service moving forward. I'm very excited. So Loki's supposed to be the next one that's coming out in like June, I think. Yeah, Loki's coming out. Um, they've they finally, uh, Disney reached an agreement with Sony so that now they can play the Spider-Man movies on their streaming service since Sony owns all the movie rights huh. to all the Spider-Man movies. So. Okay. I'm glad, I'm glad that they were able to come up with that agreement. Um, that then, happened this week? That happened last week? Yeah, they announced it last week that they finally reached an agreement, and Sony said, "Okay, fine. Well, you can you can play the movies on Disney Plus." File on. Uh, that's a good question. Yeah. Now, they, now, now they got to do the same thing with Incredible Hulk. You notice Incredible Hulk is not on on Disney Plus because Universal owns those rights. Ah, they can they can keep that man. <laughs> There's only one Incredible Hulk movie that I enjoyed, and that was the one that uh, that had uh, Edward Norton in it. That's the one that that so that's part of the MCU. Yeah, that is not on the streaming service, and it's because Universal still owns those movie rights. So hopefully they come up to an agreement, which I don't think is going to happen anytime soon. Uh, yeah, because I mean, Universal can basically just ask for a, like anything, any amount of money you you name it, a trillion dollars, and we'll give you that. And it's like, come on, man, we ain't got that kind of money. Like, oh, I mean, if you, I guess you don't have this kind of movies, then yeah. you got that kind of money. We ain't got that kind of movie, which is. Uh, it's 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 fucked up if you're on that side, but if you're on Universal side, it's like yeah, I mean you guys are making a lot of money. You sold us, you sold this to us a long time ago, and now you want it back. I mean, who who knows how much this is gonna bring, how much revenue? Unless you want to make another movie with uh, with our character kind of shit. I still don't like the way they they fucking they did the Hulk. 
I'm not a fan of this whole blend of Hulk and uh, Banner together. That whole little mix oh, of the, the nerdy. I'm a, I'm I'm smart, strong. Ugh, get out of here, man. <laughs> Pick Fuck out of here, bro. Pick one. I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a, oh, you know, all the kids love me kind of thing. I get it. You're trying to be cool and shit like that. But, you know, to There's me, only one person who can be smart and strong, and that's the Beast. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only... And, oh my God, man. It's... I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm not a whole... I don't know where they were going with it. I thought the Hulk was going to try to get his little... Like fight with Thanos at the end of the movie on uh, what? Not Endgame. What was it? Infinity, no, Infinity War. But that shit didn't even happen. No, they never. They never shared the screen at all during that last fight. It was like he was trying to avoid him. <laughs> he was trying to avoid him because he got his ass whooped. I understand, but it was like, bro, you could have. Oh, and on top of that, he only had one arm, one working arm, because he had. You know, he was like the the guy from the scary movies. <laughs> <laughs> this is my good arm. <laughs> he was like that, but it was still, man. God damn, you would think that somebody who, like, if if you've seen people use the Infinity Gauntlet, the the stones and shit like that, you would think that one of the wishes that you have is that, oh yeah, I want my arm and my body to be good. If I was uh, Iron Man, I'd been like, uh, also, I want to. Not die. Yeah, I don't want to die. I, I want my whole body to be good. I want to be perfect. I'm Iron Man. Boom. I'm good as new. I'm like, hey, guys, what's going on? Yeah. I wish everybody back. And on top of that, I wish for uh, my body to be brand brand spanking new and a couple of inches down there. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, for Pepper. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I did it for you, baby. <laughs> Yeah, that kind of shit, dog. But nah, nobody do. Maybe, maybe I'm more selfish, and that's why. Once again, I'm gonna say it. That's why I can't take the fucking serum because I already know what kind of fucking Captain America I be. I be angry. <laughs> I come first all the time. <laughs> all the time. All the time. I will be in line at a grocery store, and I would just be fucking pissed off. That somebody forgot like an item and they left and I'm, like, I'm throwing shields all over the fucking place, <laughs> just hanging out. Like, no, I'm just gonna. I just wanted to stick a gum and so I'm like, oh, I forgot to go get uh, diapers for my kid. What? <laughs> just throwing that shit, just launching it all over the goddamn place. Like, oh my god, unbelievable! Captain America throws shields for the third week in a row at a grocery at an Aldi's. Unbelievable. <laughs> Yeah, man. All right, so that was our review for Captain America. I was about to say the Falcon. Captain America and the Winter Soldier. And the Winter Soldier. Um, excited to see what we, what they got going on. Um, Yo, I got another thing about that whole shit. Like, how much pull does Bucky have that he got? He got the he got Falcon, Captain America, a new suit. And did they know? Like that he was like, hey, can you make it red, white, and blue? Yeah, I, I mean, well, first of all, I think they look up to him because he's the White Wolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they see him under a different light. It, it was that whole thing about like he the same the the same thing. What, what was it? They both are the same victim. He, uh, T'Challa and Bucky are the same victim to the same uh, 
the same person. What's that guy's name? Oh, Zemo. Zemo. Zemo basically made Bucky kill T'Challa's father. Yeah. And T'Challa was, and that's why T'Challa was like, "Oh, you know what? I'm gonna take you to Wakanda and help you out." Kind of shit. I, I get that whole thing, but it's still like. You know, when, when she left in uh, episode five, she was like, yo, don't hang around here, like, so soon because, you know, it may be still tender kind of shit. You would think that if he would say, oh, can you just do me one thing? She'd be like, nah, we ain't doing that. You on your own, homie. <laughs> Deuces. And she would have just left. But she was like, all right, cool. We can do that. Man, they must got so much vibranium over there. It's in abundance. Like, they put that shit. They got so much in it that they put that shit in just, like, random ass shit. Like, they got vibranium drinks. They have vibranium straws. Straws, like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I can't drink because it can't go through because it always goes back down. <laughs> I'm just trying to drink something. Vibranium ice, necklaces, chains, all different kind of things. Damn. I want to go there. Wakanda. See what's going on. You know, I think they're pompous. I think they're pretentious, too. Really? You don't think so? No. Just think about how uh, rich people act here in the States. And think about how uh, how they were taken, they were, they were away from the rest of the world and they had the the best technology. They were, they, they were a higher class. You got to think about them thinking about us as not as equal. I, I I saw the opposite. If you go to England right now, there's a certain way you have to say hi to the queen. You saw in in, uh, in Infinity War when Don Cheadle was gonna bow, no no Mark Ruffalo yeah. was gonna bow, and T'Challa was like, no no, we don't do that around here. Like, you just well, you hi. still can't be like, you can't give the can't give T'Challa a high five. Like, hey, what up, man? Well, you see him in the street. In the I, I think I think the reason why they're keeping everything a secret is. Because they know the rest of the world is going to fuck up their technology. Like, right now, it's perfect. So let's just hide it. Because we got some ignorant people in the United States that are just going to mess it up. Yeah, maybe. Mm. And you know what? Just going back to technology. So the the post credit scenes where uh, Carter says that now she's, you know, she's part of... She's part of the clique now. She's, she's into she, she's in the U.S. government, and she said that she's going to start using like their technologies to sell on the black market. You think that because uh, they were saying that there's going to be like an, uh, a maybe this might be a future teaser to a movie. Uh, what was it? Uh, Iron Wars or something? It was. That's what people were talking about, saying that there's a movie that's supposed to be coming out that's supposed to be about War Machine, but it's supposed to be about like. Um, Iron Man's tech attacking like different shit. It's basically Homecoming because mm. that's also Stark's tech going against um, everything. Let me other on. things. The yeah no no they just announced. Uh, I think it was the girl from Game of Thrones who played um, the dragon's mother or whatever. Yeah, she just got hired for a new MCU movie and and they they. What was the name? Oh, of she's it? gonna be Iron Hawk or Irons. She's supposed to be an Iron. I, I, I don't. I don't know if it has anything to do with Iron, but I think it has something to do with the whole power broker selling weapons and stuff. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you. Right she's here. supposed to be the new Iron Iron Man. 
damn, I forgot the name of her character. I'm not really a comic book li- uh, watcher. I just go on YouTube and just look at a at what you call it. Let me just put in. Let me see what was her name. This is the this is the girl who she's supposed to be. Female successor. Hopefully my volume's not loud. Iron Maiden was ruled out as a legal nightmare. What? Yeah, Riri Williams, a 15-year-old genius. Yeah, she made her own Iron Man outfit. The story behind her being Iron Man is fucking dope. When I saw the video on YouTube, I, th- I think it was like a, a couple years ago. What happens was that she she basically makes her own Iron Man outfit, right? And something happens that she tries to like fight somebody or some shit like that, and then Pepper helps her. After that, Tony Stark's AI, which is basically him, tries to help her do like uh, you know Iron Man shit, but the AI secretly is trying to make himself become alive again because Tony Stark is a selfish motherfucker. So he secretly tries to, uh, like, behind her back, try to get all these different texts from different people who who she is defeating and all these different villains and tries to make himself a human again, the AI, which is like, oh, shit, this motherfucker is a villain. So... If I know there's a lot, there's a there's a campaign that's going on in California, California of all these people who are into uh, MCU and they wish for Iron Man, uh, Robert Downey Jr. to come back. If he does come back, I would really like him to come back as a villain like that. Like, oh, shit, he's coming back, but it's not going to be the Tony Stark that we know. It's the one that's going to be a fucking villain that uh, a lot of people have done fucking uh, thesis and studies on. You know, saying that oh, if you look at all of Iron Man movies, his villains are the ones that he created. Every Iron Man movie, even the Spider-Man movies, all the villains are ones that Tony Stark created. Yeah. So the 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 what I was talking about, um, uh, it was Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones. She's going to be joining Kit Harrington, who played Jon Snow in Game of Thrones. Uh, they're going to be on a new Marvel. Disney Plus series called Secret Invasion. Ooh, okay. And Captain, uh, I'm sorry, Samuel Jackson will be on the series as Nick Fury. Uh, ben Mendelsohn, who played the the scroll from Have Captain they already Marvel. started uh, production it looks, on it? No, nah, they haven't started production. It looks like they're they're getting the cast together. Okay. But uh, I have a feeling it's going to tie in with Agent Carter and her talking about selling weapons. And yeah. You know stuff. what? You know what's crazy about that whole thing? Like, after Infinity War and Endgame, I was like, where are they going to go? Like, I'm like, okay, so now we know that there's there's aliens and shit. Even though we already knew since uh, Avengers, the first one, we know that they're aliens. But it's like there was a big-ass fucking battle on Earth for the second goddamn time. I'm like, where are they going to take it? Are they going to be so, like, I'm like, you can't go domestic with everything that we do now since we already know that there's there's galaxies and there's different monsters that speak English that is crazy that are out there who are trying to attack us and shit like that. But 
Yo, with uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier, and stuff like that, and the whole thing about Agent Carter and the new movie that you're talking, the new TV show with um, the the cast of Game of Thrones. I'm like, yeah, man, I can still see that. Yeah, you can still think things can still be domestic. Yeah, I, I like that. Secret Wars. I don't know if it's gonna be domestic because, you know, Secret Wars is about like aliens that are looking like us kind of thing but that's still a way to get us into the whole thing about like you know space travel is uh is a thing yeah kind of shit and another thing about the show i did like the fact that uh there was like a rumor that captain america's on the moon kind of thing that they said it like twice in the the show they said it on the first episode where torres who's going to be the new falcon where he says uh I mean, there's a rumor that uh, Captain America is uh, building, he's on a base that's on the moon kind of thing. And then there was another one at the end that uh, the guy, the security guard was like, I thought Captain America was on the moon. So I was like, ah, that's funny. (laughs) That's funny that, you know, because rumors like that does do, you know, they take fucking place, especially. Yeah, I remember, dude, I remember when I was a kid and like everyone was like, oh, Tupac's living in Cuba. Yeah. How did you get to that conclusion? (laughs) He's in Cuba. I remember that shit. So, yeah, he's over there with Biggie, man. They both over there. Say so, all this shit is a scam, dog. All of it. So they're just there hanging out, smoking Cuban cigars. Because you don't remember that picture of a, a dude who looked just like Tupac's doppelganger, and he was he was just look. It was like a picture that was taken down like this, and he was just looking up. Oh, I never saw that. You never saw that picture, man. Let me see if I can pull that shit up, bro. <laughs> Tupac is a. I think it's called like Tupac doppelganger picture or something like that. Dude, there are thousands of these photos. A Tupac lookalikes and shit? Like, look at this dude. I think this is from the movie. This has to be from the movie. Look at this. (laughs) (laughs) And, yo, this this picture right here looks like somebody calling. Hey, Tupac, why would you have your... Here's the thing. Why would you have your bandana like that? Nobody puts their bandana like that. He knows that he looks like Tupac. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's the only reason why you put your bandana like that. Because you know that you look like Tupac. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. Yeah, man. It was, this show has so much uh, good shit in it. And I didn't know that the guy who uh, <clears throat> who wrote for uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, now Captain America Winter Soldier, was one of the episode writers on Empire, the TV show that was on Fox. I did not know that. Did not know that, and on top of that, uh, he is he is going to be writing for uh, the Captain America Winter Soldier movie. So, if this is the kind of writing that he's going to be doing, I'm in it. I'm in it. I don't even like Empire, but uh, yeah, that's what's up, bro. Yeah, like he he he's hitting all the right notes. Mm-hmm. All right, so. Mortal Kombat also came out this week. It was a it was a really good week, I have to admit, of just like entertainment. Of entertainment. Geek entertainment. Like if you are a straight up geek of just uh you, you're just a fan of just the culture of, of geekdom, this week was like everything. We had Mortal Kombat and then uh Thursday and Friday, we had Invincible, Mortal Kombat, Falcon Winter Soldier. 
aka uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Um, what else dropped this week? Oh, we found out that Captain America is going to come out with a new movie, uh, Secret Invasion. Yo, it was like, holy shit. Everything. I mean, the only thing that the only side that was quiet was just DC. DC didn't come out with anything or let us know that anything was popping. But um, I did see a video of uh, Zack Snyder looking at um, some kids who recreated his uh, trailer, which was pretty cool for Army of the Dead, which was pretty cool. Um, Mortal Kombat. What's your thoughts, man? What's 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 your your takeaway from this this movie? Um. So the movie was directed by Simon, Mc, I'm, I'm going to butcher his last name, McQuoid. Mm. Uh, I just learned this was his first directorial debut for a feature. So really? this, if that, if this was your first movie, hey, good on you, man. Yeah. You know, good job. Um, there were things that I loved and then there were things that obviously I had issues with, but the thing is the, the thing with Mortal Kombat, it is such a large world, yeah. And there's so much going on that to try to throw in all this stuff into one movie, yeah, is really hard. Yeah, it's it, it's it's hard to make one Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah. The best way to go about it, I think, is by creating a series. Yeah, I mean, you, you so much. You would think that um, they gave Zack Snyder four hours. They would have gave this guy four hours. <laughs> I'm just saying. This would have been a, a well-deserved four-hour movie than uh, Justice League. That's not going anywhere. Yikes. I'm just saying. I, I, and I think I would have enjoyed this four hours more than... Uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, the feud between Sub-Zero and Scorpion, that intro, loved it. I will pay anything to see a series on just those two clans going at it with each other. Yeah. I would love to see what started the feud. Um, the the battle between Sub-Zero and Scorpion at the end, fantastic. Did you notice that they changed the get over here from the trailer? Yeah. So everyone complained when the trailer came out uh, about how he said get over here mm. um, because his voice was so muffled. It was like, yeah, I mean, and then I mean, COVID compliance. And, and what do you want? There's rumors that they actually brought in the original voice actor from the video game to redo it. And it sounded more clear in the movie. Like, get you know, over here, which kind of doesn't make sense because uh, the guy's Japanese, bro. Bro, I said the same thing. I was like, why? I'm like, wait a minute. Why didn't he say that in Japanese? I'm like, oh, wait, is it is it an American game? I'm like, you know what? Maybe that's his only... He was in hell for a long time. Maybe he, he met an American dude down there, and it was like that was the only thing that the guy would say to him. So so going back, Sub-Zero, Scorpion, I loved... How do you um, say get over here in, in Japanese? <laughs> in the uh, Sub-Zero's, I mean, I'm sorry, Scorpion's uh, descendant, um, Cole, not a big fan. Um, I, I really didn't care anything about him. I... I even if they would have developed his storyline more, I think would not have mattered to me. Um, one of my favorite characters was Kano because of how funny he was. Oh yeah, dude, he was great. Um, but it was just, it was just, I felt like it was so rushed. Mm -hmm. And then when they started fighting, it took me a minute to realize, like, 
oh, is this the Mortal Kombat? Like, is this the, the fight? <laughs> so, oh, are we in Mortal Kombat right now? Oh, oh this is know. it? I thought it was going to be a little more formal, but... It, it, uh, from what uh, was Shang Tsung, from what he said, I think I, I think I fucked up his name. Shang Tsung? Oh, yeah. Okay, from what he said, uh, there's no rules to Mortal Kombat, like, meaning, like, you can actually... There's, there's a competition that's supposed to take place once every generation. But before that generation, you can kill anybody that you want. So the Mortal Kombat never really took place. What we're seeing is the, the this is before the Mortal Kombat actually happens. So this was him trying to sabotage. Yeah. That's why what uh, I made a joke being like, damn, so they, so they lost nine. I'm like, man, so when they, went, when, they went, <laughs> when they lost the first one, they must have been like, ah, we're all right. We're good. We still got like nine more. We can still get them. And now they're at the ninth one. It's like, oh shit. So I want to know if they like, if it was to the point that, um, was it just killing people off? Like there was no competition, there was no Mortal Kombat for nine generations? Or was it like there was actual uh, competition and, you know, Earthworm, Elf, uh, Earth Realm always defeated them? In every competition until it got to the point that it's like, you know what? Let's start fucking cheating. We're going to kill them off before they can before they can even walk through the goddamn door. And then since they're not going to show up, we automatically win. We win again. We win again. We win again. You know, they went for the ninth generation in a row, which is like. I mean, Raiden's been falling. <laughs> you're not doing your you're not doing your job, homie. Yeah, even Shang Sun said like, "Oh, the elder the elder gods don't care." Like, yeah, they have they they haven't really cared. They're they're not really like running this. And it's like, so who is running it? Like, I don't I don't get it. Like, so they they just want to watch it. They don't, they don't care. They don't give a fuck about it at all. And I don't even know anything about the elder gods or anything like that. Uh, somebody tried to tell me what's the whole lore about Mortal Kombat. Even the whole Scorpion and Sub Zero, uh, like why they hate each other, kind of thing. And from what I know, um, what happened in the movie is exactly what happens in the game. Uh, Sub Zero kills Scorpion family. He comes back from uh, from hell or from uh, whatever realm he comes comes to, but he has this vengeance in his heart that you know he kills Sub Zero, and then Sub Zero's brother is the new Sub Zero. And Scorpion and Sub-Zero are having, you know, a battle with each other. And I think Sub-Zero and Scorpion finally, like, they end up commenting. He says, okay, you killed my brother. I'm going to kill you. But my brother killed your family, so let's just squash the beef kind of shit. Let's just squash the beef, and then we'll just have peace kind of stuff. So that was the whole premise of it. But the previous Scorp- uh, the, the previous Sub-Zero becomes... He becomes somebody, a, a Nylock or some shit like that. He becomes a new, like, uh, fighter kind of mm. stuff. That's why Shang Tsung says that death is... is just another portal. Just another portal. Because he can bring people from death kind of shit. I do think, I do think they, um, if they make the sequel, I have a feeling they're going to bring back Kano from the dead. Yeah. Did you notice his eye? And I feel like now they're going to give him that... The metal plate thing? I think that was just like an intro for that or whatever. Yeah. That was, you see, did you see that, um, they, what you call it, they, they zip, not zip tie, what's that dude's name, uh, Slipknot, 
That girl with the wings. She was in there for like... So <laughs> So for those who don't know, when we reviewed uh, Suicide Squad, my biggest complaint was that Slipknot was the biggest waste of time in the movie. They gave him a couple lines. Why? They exploded him in like seconds. And then for this character, the the the, the, the girl with the wings, the chick with the wings. What uh, what is her character? Doesn't even name? fucking matter what her name is. Her name is Slipknot. <laughs> Natara, Natara. Um, I'm a, she's a she's a vampirist. I stopped the world and met with you. <laughs> she comes in, has no lines. No lines. Why would you give her any lines? No lines. No waiting. She dies just like that. Foul. Flawless victory. It was beautiful. Shh. Yo, the way that he cut through her, dog, a fucking seamstress would have been impressed. <laughs> it was so amazing. It was, yeah. Perfectly it, down the line. It was, so he, her eyes wasn't, it's like she wanted it. She knew she, knew she was there for <laughs> just to get bladed up, just like that. And it was so funny because Shang Tsung was just like promoting her so much that look at her wings. She's so beautiful. She's amazing, isn't she? It's like, dog, chill. Chill on her, bro. I've never seen her fight before. I don't know what she's going to bring to the table. It was all right. She brought nothing. <laughs> she brought nothing to the table. You know what other character was funny to me? What's that guy's name who had the two weapons? He had this New York uh, Raphael Ninja Turtle. Oh, my God. Yes, let's talk about that. <laughs> let's talk about hey, that. Hey, my name is Tony from down the street. You want a pizza? You want a New York-sized pizza? So so I'm not, I'm, I'm not well-versed in the world of Mortal Kombat. What was that guy's name? Um, Cabal. Cabal. By the way, this is how you say get over here in uh, Japanese. Koko norikoete. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad they went with the English version. <laughs> no, I said it wrong. <laughs> I, I think that's cool. That goes. That, fo- that follows. I can see that. Yeah, was it? Was that dude's name again? So Cabal. Cabal. Is he from New York? I liked it. You didn't like it? You didn't like the, the Dude, whole... New- I was not expecting Tony Soprano <laughs> to be in that suit. I was expecting, like... Whoever was gonna voice Goro to be like, hey, what's man, going on? I know this fucking douchebag that owes me a couple of dollars, and uh, I think he could join the gang. Uh, I, I'm trying to look up his uh, his biography to see if he really is supposed to be from like New Jersey or something. Yeah, I don't see anything. My name is Tony Calico from down the street. I'm from uptown. You want a slice of pizza? Oh, get out of here. What's your name? Doesn't matter. Like, I would love to see how the fuck he ended up in that fucking suit. Yeah. Well, uh, Kato put him in that suit. But, like... He said that uh, that's the reason, that's the only way he can breathe, because of, because of that shit. He said, oh, your eyes are redder than before. Yo, that... Like, for... You know, I, I'm not really good at fighting games, but... I do know, like, uh, Mortal Kombat and shit like that. So I can see how people who don't know anything about Mortal Kombat could, like, be into it after watching this movie. Just after seeing, like, uh, the characters like Kato and uh, what's that guy's name? Psylocke? Was that uh, Cabal. Cabal and Goro and I'm saying nothing but people who died. <laughs> I'm realizing that shit right now. Um all these characters and how like uh, flamboyant they are, man. I can see how you can really get into it just based off of that alone. 
Uh, and dude, we didn't even get to. Uh, they didn't even show anything about like Johnny Cage, which is, I think he's gonna fucking steal the show in the next movie. Whoever's gonna, he whoever better. they got, yeah. The way the, the the way Kano stole the show in this movie, yeah. Johnny Cage. If they decide to go with a sequel, he needs to steal the show in this. Yeah, he one. has like, to because this dude. Because me, while I was watching the movie, I was like, all these lines that he's saying is something that Johnny Cage would have said. Johnny, like, like he's dead or something like that. I'm like, you know, Johnny Cage would have said that because <laughs> it was still, it was like, it was funny as like, fucking lines. I think the best line was like, "Go put on a shirt, Ma- Magic Mike." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he called him. Yo, he was calling him everything, bro. Like all the references was fucking hilarious, man. I, I love that. Re- oh, he did the he did his move when he ripped out the guy's uh, um, reptile. reptile's heart. When I, I was watching it with. Uh, Delgado and he was sad that Reptile died. Reptile got a slipknot too. He got fucking slipknotted. Thought they slipknotted two motherfuckers in that movie. You see them and you don't, just like that. Like they were just there just for the fatalities. And you could see like how the uh the writer was just like he had the board just full of characters and stuff like this. Um we just need somebody just he to be. Like this, he like this. Uh, someone needs to break into the house and whoop their asses, but then he's gonna die. He's gonna die. Boom. Oh, reptile. Reptile. Okay. okay, that's cool. We'll make him an actual reptile. We like that. Cause in the game, I, me- I remember that reptile was just Sub Zero or uh, <laughs> Scorpion, but he just had green. Just replace the blues with greens, and then you got reptile. And I know that they they did that just for like. Um, Shit, they just did that just because of um, yo character. You, it's it's more money to add another character looking kind of guy. So you just have them all look the, exactly the same. They basically wanted to cover all the the uh, the Power Rangers, all the colors. They wanted all of them represented because there's also Smoke who looked just like all those. It's like all the ninjas look the same, but no, nah, they don't. They don't. As as the more combat uh, history goes. Uh, more towards our time in the future, characters start to look like like uh, less identical. Like uh, smoke starts to smoke what he's supposed to do, and uh, that's all I got to say about that, man. <sighs> reptile died like a uh, reptile. It, did he die the same way in the uh, in the old movie too? Like he showed up and he died like just like that. No, but he he didn't get his heart ripped out. No, he didn't get his heart ripped out. But there was a scene that made no sense to me in the old movie. Oh, my bad. Not old movie. The classic. The original. The original. Uh, no, Liu Kang basically <laughs> does He like throws a, him into, like, kicks. some type of body or some yeah, shit. Yeah, and then, like, the... The thing, like, traps him into the body. And then he turns into, like, a ninja. Which, I'm... I don't know if that, uh... I don't know what what's the thought process behind that, but... The same guy who directed that movie was the same guy who did Resident Evil and all those movies with uh, Mila Yukovich. So that tells you a lot. That tells you a lot. That dude. Uh, which which movie do you prefer, this or the original? Mm. Damn. You know what? Shit. Um, that's a good question. I did like 
the fact that there was an actual Mortal Kombat in the original. And on top of that, I remember watching the movie and they had like a feast before the Mortal Kombat. And I was like, man, I could definitely. I just remember being a little kid being that, like. That turkey leg that uh, Kato was, was oh, eating. Yo, that shit was so <laughs> like, damn, bro. I want to be there. I don't want to fight, but I just want to be one of those guys. Hey, let me just let me just let me get a plate real quick. Just get a plate and be like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I'm going back on the boat. I see y'all kind of because yo, that shit was fucking delicious. And nobody actually ate there because they had a fight. They had like a demonstration of how Sub Zero kills people, kind of shit. So nobody actually ate. But you just want to eat, and then when they go, hey, it's your turn. No, no, no. He he won. He won. He won. He won. I'm good. <laughs> I'm just here for the food, to be honest. That's the only thing I'm killing. You get me? <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, fuck, man. I'm going to say this one because I did like the fact that um, Luke, not Luke Cage. What's that dude's name? The dude with the kickstack. Oh, Luke Kane. Luke Kane. He really didn't. He was just like a regular person. He's supposed to be like the chosen one. Yeah, he's like, supposed to be like the chosen one. Not in this right. one. He was not the chosen one. The chosen one was uh, some new fighter that they had who... Makes who, a career out of losing. Yeah, he makes a career out of getting his ass whooped. So it makes sense that his uh, his abilities is to take a punch. He's basically he's basically Captain America's shield. He, his suit is made out of vibranium kind of thing. But what, <laughs> what negates him, I guess, being cold... Because when uh, Sub Zero fr- uh, froze that that damage that he was doing to him, he couldn't he couldn't fucking use his uh, his chest and his uh, his warm touch anymore. I don't know what the hell was going on with him, but because I, I asked, I was like, "Yo, I'm like, yo, is this character in the games?" They nah, nah, I've never seen this guy before in my life, huh? Okay. Right. Like it, it was like they, they they wanted to introduce this new character to create this new story. Yeah. It's kind of like the Titanic, right? Like the Titanic is supposed to be about a boat sinking, but no, let's create a story with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, and let's you know. And I feel like I I didn't care about his story. I actually cared more about the Scorpion and Sub Zero feud, like more than yeah. anything. It's that whole thing that happens when you're writing a story and. Um we as the audience need somebody to relate to because that's why when you see a movie, it, every time you see a movie that's about like um, like old IP or just classic IP kind of thing, there's always like a character that you're supposed to. He this person asks the question. Let's let's say uh, Dread, the movie that just came out like two years ago, three years ago. We were supposed to relate to the the sidekick who was like, this is her first day on a job, because she's going to be asking the questions that we are going to be asking because this is old IP. So since this is uh, old, she's asking, what's going on here? What, why is this place right here? Why is this going on kind of shit? So that's why, and on top of that, by doing that, they get they get double, like, uh, you. she gets, like, double love because on top of, like, asking the questions that we want to ask, she's also, like... This person also has like abilities, or we find comfort in them. So that's why. I mean, Hollywood does that. To but to be honest, we really didn't need that. We <laughs> like more combat is more to combat. They did that in the Sonic movie. What's that guy's name? Um, the 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 human guy from the Sonic movie. He was our reliable he he was our what you call it he was our person who was supposed to our sherpa into this ip that's already existed kind of thing 
One movie they didn't do that into is, um, oh, no, nah, actually every character. I was going to say Jumanji, but everybody was uh, was that guy, was that yeah. person, because they were all asking questions, and they were getting answers and stuff like that from the same thing, which was pretty cool. So what would you give this uh, out of four fatalities? Out of four fatalities, I would give this movie, I would give this movie four fatalities. Four fatalities. Yeah. How about you? Good. Um, I'd give it two and a half. Two and a half? Really? Yeah. What if what it falls short for you? Um, going uh, Cole, I not not really caring. The, the fact that they made him the protagonist, I I really didn't care so much about it. Um, what about Sonya Blade? So I felt like all of that was rushed, and then the the whole thing about like they basically treated her like shit. Like, oh, you're a liability. Nah, but she'd just be one of the chosen ones. Yeah. And I don't know. All, all of that. And then the fact that, like... The, I didn't the like the fact started. that they fucked up her history of why... Because I remember in the last movie, the reason why she hated Kato is because Kato killed, like, her partner or yeah. killed, like, her father or something like that. And I think that's the same lore from the game. So I'm like, why is she, like... She's cool with him just because he knows where to go. I'm like, nah... Like she, I'm like this should be some type of history, like some type of like something that's preventing, like this should be something that wants her to kill him. But she's drawn back because he knows where to go, kind of thing. I thought it was gonna be like when she says that, uh, well he knows where to go, and he said, oh you know there's there's more to that. She really wants to kill me because I, I kind of took out. She, yo, it should have been like her father had that symbol, that mark. He killed her father, and now he has the mark or something like that. Um, also, I think the villains weren't really well-defined. Like, I thought Shang, like the original Shang Tsung, mm-hmm. I love way more than this Shang Tsung. Like, he was like an evil, bad guy in the original one. This one, it was like, he was kind of like in the background. He wasn't really intimidating. Well, he did the so- your soul is mine thing. Yeah, too. but like... I was terrified of the original one. Yeah. Like, it, like he fucking scared me. Um, this one was just like, eh, like I don't know. <laughs> so you're, not, you're not terrified? Eh, your soul is mine? I mean, you can have it if you want. I don't care. <laughs> Take it from which me. I, which, that was another thing that kind of bothered me, the fact that he took Kung Lao's soul so easily. Mm-hmm. He just looked at him and said, oh, hey. Just like that. I thought like, oh, don't you have to like kind of like defeat him a little bit? Like, no, Kung Lao it was supposed to be this great it just warrior. Was, yeah, he's supposed to, but he didn't have his hat. Oh, that's what it was. He had his hat. If he had his hat, it would have been a different story. That's a shitty power, dog. <laughs> the fuck? Like, can you call it? No, you can't. It's, it's. I mean, I'm basically saying like Captain America's shield is, is shit too. But I mean, but I, you would think that it was like a power that came from inside of you. It's like, yeah. Oh no, my hat's my power. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're saying that, so when you got your power, were you just wearing like a regular cap, like a New York Yankees hat, and then that shit turned into that? And how do you not, I always want to know how he, how does he not cut himself? Is it like, is it, is it sharp when you, when you go left and it's dull if you go right kind of thing? Cause he always does this. He always goes right when he, when he swipes it with his hand to like wipe the blood. 
but maybe when he goes left, it's sharp or some shit. I'm trying to do, I'm trying to fucking Bill Nye this shit, but it's like really like, yo, just don't even think about it. It's a video game movie. It's a video game movie. You I would like much. to see him practicing with that shit. I would like to see him like try to throw it in. You know, he I, I cut myself kind of shit. Like I want to see that he has marks all over his fucking body, like Edward Scissorhands. Like, oh shit, he's been training a long time with this shit, and he finally knows how to how to use it kind of shit. Rather than you know, it's in your soul, whatever your heart. I don't know, man. It's the the power of friendship. I don't know how the fuck they they use their 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 powers and abilities kind of shit, but it is what it is. Uh, hopefully, if they if they do make a second one, I would love to see yeah Johnny Cage being Johnny Cage. Uh, a little bit more backstory on uh, Liu Kang. Um, and like I said, if I were them, yo, I'm gonna make an entire series on just Sub Zero and Scorpion yeah. and like the whole. But plan. I I have another question. So, what's your thoughts on this? Hmm? Let it breathe a little bit. Let it breathe. Hmm? Yeah? It doesn't get you? This is Steve Ieko. <laughs> oh, this is actually Benjamin Wallfish. Water Tower. Does it have any lyrics, like any words? Yeah, he's, he says Mortal Kombat. He does say it? Yeah, it's halfway through the song, though. I don't want to skip it. Way... Oh, here you go, here you go, here you go. It's a build-up to the Mortal Kombat, because that's what we're here for. You know what I mean? He knows that's what we're here for. Like, kind of like in the original, how they start with it. Here you go. Fight. Yeah. <laughs> you see the drop? Look at the build-up. Look at the... Ultra, dog. So this is that that's this is one hundred percent ultra festival. This is ultra. This is, um, if they would have played this during the movie, like they did in the original one, they played it on the credits. But like, remember <laughs> when Liu Kang and Shang Tsung fought in yeah. the original one? That they fought to that song, like yeah, bro. That's what gave that scene so much power. No, what gave this? Oh yeah, it did. But <sighs> bro, when they when they take off their robes and mm-hmm. you just hear. Test your mind, like oh, but maybe, up, but maybe it's because it wasn't actual Mortal Kombat that they were fighting in. It wasn't a Mortal Kombat in this movie. There was no Mortal Kombat at all. Right. This is like, uh, what 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 did one of one of them say? It said, uh, it was oh, uh, like a summer or something like that. They had to wait like a whole season before the Mortal Kombat if, actually began. I, I wonder. I'm, Maybe someone else will do it. If not, I'll try it. Mm. Is get the, the the scene at the end when it's Sub Zero Scorpion fighting in the octagon with the other kid Cole, and then play that song in the background. If it does anything to the scene, maybe. <sighs> I think I got to hear the song a couple times to get used to it. Mm. Well, and here's the original. Maybe oh, the quality may the, the the quality may be bad the though. Gong. Oh, I totally forgot about the gong. Quality might be bad because I got this from YouTube. 
Now, mind you, when the movie started, when the the movie Mortal Kombat started, only thing that you hear when it starts off, that's it. It starts off by saying Mortal Kombat, and you see in like, was it New Line Cinema? Yeah. That that had the film that goes like that. Like you, it, it the movie starts off fucking spectacular. Being in the theater, knowing that you're going to see a Mortal Kombat movie. Not hearing this song for the first time, you guys don't understand, yo. They don't fucking understand how, like, as a, I'm a person who doesn't even like fighting games, but I went to go watch this movie the day that it fucking came out, and all you're hearing is this. You don't know what the fuck this song is about. You hear a gong, like, what's going on? New Line Cinema, what's going on? What is this? And the flames. The flames and shit. This shit is, like, fucking powerful. Like, oh shit, we're here, dog. <laughs> we're fucking here. This shit is, it's. Yeah, I mean, the, <laughs> the song doesn't go. Like, I can, like, to get this this song going right here. Oh, I totally forgot about this part. And then they go through the fucking roster. It's fucking dope. Yeah. Bro, it's like I don't even think they do that in the in the this one right here. Do he go through the through the roster? I don't think he goes through the roster in this one. Oh, there he goes. But in the other one, in the original, they used the sound from the actual video game. Yeah. I I see what they're doing. They're paying respects, but it's like... You still wanted the old one. And on top of that, this cast that they're going off of is everybody who's in the movie. You know what this reminds me of? And this is going to be a weird, weird comparison. Hmm. Uh, MTV used to do this thing once every couple years. Um, MTV, uh, where, where where they just like celebrate a specific artist, yeah. and they do a whole entire tribute, like, like a tribute yeah. thing, right? They did one for Janet Jackson. They they did one for Metallica. Yeah, and then a whole bunch of bands came out to yeah. cover their songs. Limbiskit did uh, a Metallica Limp Bizkit, song. Some Forty One came out, and then Avril Lavigne came out. Mm. And did a song. <laughs> and like, bro, when it when it was every other band, like they were all hyped up. When it was Avril Lavigne, and they showed the band's reaction, it was like, yeah, that's cute. And 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 that's what I feel about this. That like, they're trying to play tribute for the original fans, but like the original fans are like, yeah, that's cute. It's it's not fuel cover. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> like we appreciate the, the the nod but like you don't you don't know what this is like she doesn't know anything about heavy metal but wait a minute in her defense in her defense all right i'm trying to get in her defense right now i'm trying to play devil's advocate this thing was like you you had to know this song. You had to. It's like, oh, uh, would you like to do a metal? Uh, do you like Metallica? 
Yeah, I like Metallica. Would you like to do a cover of Metallica song for our tribute to Metallica? Yeah, sure. What, what song would you like to do? Fuel? Yeah, I could do Fuel. Okay, you think that. I don't think that's, that's what I think would happen. I think she was popular at the time. Oh, no. <laughs> and she wanted the clout and uh-huh. said, all right, I'll cover a song. When they showed, when they played the like the real Metallica hits from mm-hmm. the eighties, she was like, "I can't do that." Uh, oh wait, what's this song called? Fuel. Okay, I learned that one. But the other bands, they knew the songs. Yeah, they knew the songs. Look, she's not even headbanging, bro. You know what? I think her band knows more or more into it than she is. Just going off of the. The way that they're performing. Who the fuck is this? That's what you're looking back. Who the fuck is this? <laughs> Damn, dude. I didn't... You know what? Dude, I remember my brother and I, we watched this, and we were so disappointed. We're like, what the fuck is it? Who approved this? Who would you have gotten if you... Okay, let's... Uh, what, what year was this? This is like... This was like 2002 or 2002. something. 2002. Something 2002. Like Put yourself in that, that time. You're working for the MTV uh, house. Avril Lavigne just pulls out. You can get any artist to take her place. Who would you get? So I'm thinking about artists that were popular at that time. Mm-hmm. So I mean, Korn had had already performed. Korn was there. Day. You know that. I, I would probably got like Kid Rock. Kid Rock. 2002. It did, I think that this was probably a little bit after 2002. This might have been like 2003, 2004. Uh, got Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters would have been great. Uh, Disturbed. Audio Slave. Disturbed. God's the Vines. Night. Godsmack. Godsmack. Newfound Glory. Papa Roach. All-American Rejects. Cheryl Crow. System of a Down. <laughs> Shit, you could even got Coldplay. <laughs> you could even gotten Coldplay. Weezer. Mudvayne. Airshot. Santana. Slipknot. Slipknot. Crazy Town. Was Limbiscuit there? Yeah. Okay, yeah, they, they were so. there. Was Lincoln Park there too? No. You could have got Lincoln Park. If you would have got Lincoln Park, it would have been a different vibe. It would have it would have got crazy. I'm talking about people foaming at the mouth crazy. <laughs> people fucking foaming at the mouth. You could have gotten Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Ariel's was the number one song in 2002. Puddle of Mud. Queen of the Stone Age. You could have got. <laughs> but if I mean, if they wanted to go for like, oh, you know, let's uh, let's even it out. You know, we got we got all these guys. Let's throw in a female kind of thing. You could have. Let me see. Evanescence. Here. Yeah. You could have got Evanescence. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. You know, it's. She was popping, though. She she was like. 
She no, had Levine had a whole bunch of hits. She had the he was a skater boy. She said, mm. but I was just like, really, Metallica, and that's who you guys got. Like, it was just it was sad. It was sad, but. I actually remember watching it. They perform at the end, right? Yeah. Some 41 actually started the whole show off, mm-hmm. and they did great. Really? Like, they kicked ass. They did Master of, a little bit of Master of Puppets um, and another song, I think, For Whom the Bell Tolls. Oh. And uh, they, they definitely hyped up the crowd. Icon. It was called MTV Icon. That was the name of it. I know we say this a lot, but this is when MTV was the shit. Bro. Yep. <laughs> MTV was like on a. It was like they were on a fucking tear for like how many years? Can we say thirty years? Because ever since the eighties. Until the 2000s It's like they stopped being cool As soon as I stopped getting out of uh, high school And and I went on to college And it was like It was reality TV Yeah That that ruined it The reality TV wave Like if you look at the crowds, you guys have not seen the video, but if you look at the crowds, the crowds are totally different from the Avril Lavigne show. Like everybody is into it. And that is where they introduce the guys. Oh, I see Lincoln. I, I see uh, Limp Biscuit. Oh, that's funny. That you know, Fred Durst is just gonna be Fred Durst no matter where the fuck he's going, bro. White t-shirt, red cap. <laughs> what what look is that? Is that California? Is he from California? Uh, I think he's from Florida. Oh, he's from Florida? Wow. What an intro, dog. Wait, how many how many icons have they had? I, I I only remember they did that one, Janet Jackson, Aerosmith. Those are the only ones I remember. I don't remember any any more. I wonder if they if they could have like. I'm surprised they never did Michael Jackson. They never did Prince. Damn, I guess the last season that they had was uh, 2005, and it was The Cure. Wow, I don't even remember that one. Yeah, I don't think I've, I even saw that. Yeah. Janet Jackson, Aerosmith, Metallica, and The Cure. I, to be honest, like, if they were to do something like this now. Who would you pick? Who, who would I pick? I don't think Prince would, would agree. You know, somebody who's alive. If I'm going for money, I'm going for Beyonce. 
if I'm doing it for money, for views and shit, I'm going for Beyonce if I'm doing that. But if I'm going for like me personally, I'm going for Linkin Park. I would go for Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. Who would you get to to what you call it to actually like cover their songs? cover their songs like Red Hot Chili Peppers? Okay. Um. Damn, we can't even call anybody from new school because that right there, they were getting new school people to do like old yeah. school shit. You can get, you can do uh, Rage Against the Machines, and you remember there was that rapper who did the Rage Against the Machines version. Oh yeah, I forgot, I forgot what that what that shit was, but man, man, <laughs> dog, you want you want to get artists who are like into the shit, like. I don't want to get somebody who's like uh, Denzel Curry. Yes, when he did that Rage Against the Machine cover, it was like, "Oh, you're a fucking fan." No, nah, no, nah, you're you're a fucking because not only fan. did he know the lyrics, he sounded yeah. like the original singer. Like it's like he he understood the vibe. Yeah. Oh my god. Dude. And like, the, there's reaction videos of like other rockers watching that, mm-hmm. and like their jaw hits the ground. They're like, "Holy shit, dude! This guy a fucking." A fan, like he, yo, he is killing those vocals. Like he sounds just like the original guy. It's, it's like listening to that performance. Let me see if I could pull that up. What's his name? Denzel Curry. He did uh, "Bulls on Parade." That was the cover. Like, you guys don't see the video, but the way that he starts off, I think he's, like, squatting down or something. He's hitting it, bro. It's like, yo, you, you could, yes, that, that part right there. That part right there. Sure to make your body drop, dog. Yo, there's people who you know, like, this motherfucker sung this song in his fucking bedroom. Like, yes, he said, yo, if I ever get a chance to sing this shit, it's like one of those things, like, so, oh, do you need the lyrics? No. <laughs> like, yo, move that shit away from me. Get these sheets of paper from me. I know. I know this. Just give me a mic. Just get that's all I need. I could I I, I could picture him at like karaoke bars wanting to do this. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, nah, I need a real band. <laughs> Bro, oh my god, dude. Yeah. 
fucking full of shit. Like, I'm getting goosebumps. Like, listen to Dude, I would go to a fucking concert just full of just motherfuckers just covering shit. That's like their versions of, uh, of some shit. It's like, oh my god, I'm in it. I'm in it. I don't know if you remember there was this MTV show that it was like um, they would uh, you you had the chance to just cover a different song and somebody did Take on Me, but they did a heavy metal version of Take on Me. I don't know. I don't remember that. It was. Uh, Shit, man. This shit was like in... It wasn't even in the 2000s. It was like in 90-something. Let me see if I can... I remember that you could redo their music video. Whatever music yeah. video you loved, you can actually redo the whole thing, and you're the person. Like, you're the artist. Because I remember the they did a Limp Bizkit, uh My Way uh, remake. Let me see if I can... My Way. And, like, shot for shot. They redo the entire music video exactly like the original, but you you are Fred Durst. Well, I think I remember that. Was that the one where they had the plane? No, that was another video. You see, MTV. I don't know who the fucking creative <laughs> department in MTV in the like the late nineties, early two thousands, man. But they were just like fucking killing it. It went the like you can basically call that a reality TV show because it was like they they would get you to they they would go to your house saying, "Oh, we're gonna rec- recreate your favorite band's music video," and. They'll do that whole shit. There was the one that they'll turn you into a director and you make a music video with your favorite fucking band. They had that uh, reality TV show. There was another one that uh, they would uh, they would teach you how to do something that you really wanted to do. Like there was this. I mean, they got this white girl who wanted to be like a, a break dancer or some shit like that. So yeah. they, they taught her how to be a break dancer. And there was this other dude who wanted to play basketball, but he was just like some scrawny kid. So they got, like, a professional NBA fucking player to teach him how to play basketball. And, dude, I have never felt so excited for a fucking person who I never met in my life when he went on to the fucking court and he was playing basketball. And, dog, he was, like, he was shooting fucking... He shot a fucking three, and I was I was like, what? He wasn't even doing... He, Yo, he didn't even practice that shit. How the fuck is he shooting threes, man? He was happy I remember for him, that. I rem- and I remember there was one... It was a random one. This guy wanted to be like an opera singer. Yeah. Like he wanted to be oh a soprano. God. What was the name of that fucking <laughs> show, man? I don't even know how to look that up. MTV TV show being somebody. <laughs> MTV TV show. But it was like you, you got out of school and you got excited to go home just to watch yeah. the shows. You got excited for TRL to, 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 to see if your video was going to make it to number one. Yeah. Like that, that anticipation was exciting. Now there is no anticipation. You just wake up and you pull out your phone and oh, the new video's out. Yeah, or, new videos out. What you nowadays like? They don't even show music videos on MTV yeah, anymore. We really sound like old guys. Right yeah, now. we do. <laughs> they don't show MTV. They don't show music videos on MTV anymore. Uh, just found out because my, my 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 TV was on MTV this morning that. Um, what they're going to do to the MTV Movie Awards is they, they're going to have it for two days now. One day is going to be nothing but the movies and TV shows, because now it's not only just strictly movies, it's TV shows as well. And the, the following day is going to be reality scripted television. So it's going to be, you know, uh, like shows like um, 
damn, I don't even know, uh, the Kardashians and uh, Big House or wherever they are, Big Brother's House or some shit like that. So it's going to be nothing but those things. And I was like, oh, shit. And I don't know how to feel. I don't know how to really feel about that because it's like, okay, you're going to do one day for this, one day for that. They do that with the Emmys. Yeah. It's just that they don't show they don't show, they don't you show that. the other one. Yeah, they don't show you the other one. Like, yeah, I mean, these uh these day like they you you might get the award, but we're not gonna show you those uh those people who got the awards for like, you know, MT uh NBC South Florida, you got the award because your your hurricane coverage or some shit like that. Oh, whoop de do. Like nobody's gonna nobody's gonna watch that shit. But I mean I mean, now that people are coming out of uh, quarantine and stuff, I don't know if they're still going to be as. No, they haven't been relevant for a long time. That that whole COVID thing has that's not an excuse, Pat. They don't got no excuse. Mm. MTV does not have an excuse for what they're doing to uh, to any of that stuff. I can't find I can't find a video, but I just remember like it was a competition show that all you had to do is just. Um, you would they they will say like okay you got to do a song from from you got to do a pop song and you have to turn it into something else and it was three bands going at it it was three bands that were going at it uh and one band did take on me but they did a heavy metal version of take on me and i was like what the fuck one of the judges like all the judges most of the judges gave him like a 10 out of 10 kind of shit but there was a one judge who was like I'm giving you guys a three just because you guys should not be covering songs. You should be doing your own. And I was like, it it was a bullshit thing like that, but it was still like one of those like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, because, yo, because that night, those motherfuckers killed it. Like every fucking song that they covered was like fucking dope, man. I just don't remember what fucking show that is. I also remember like events like... um Spring break week, and it was like they would be at Miami Beach or something. Uh, the Rock and Jock uh, basketball tournament, oh my god, dude. with the celebrities. And, I'm still uh, thinking that they should bring that shit back, man. I think I'm gonna say that until I die, bro. Like, you should bring back Rock and Jock basketball or football or anything. Rock and Jock was like the best thing that they had there, man. Those spring breaks, bro, you watched it and you dreamt that yeah, you were there, like, oh my god. Like all these people just hanging out on the beach, just having a good time. Like, oh my god, dude! And like, they're at South Beach. <laughs> they're right over there. They're right over there. I can go. <laughs> I didn't know that. You know, you need like a pass in order to get into like a fucking tent or something. <laughs> I didn't know that shit. Oh man, that was the good. MTV was. Uh, I mean, people nowadays, like these kids nowadays, these uh, Gen Z, they don't understand how. Uh, Important MTV was MTV was basically like what YouTube is for Gen Zers right now. To us, like we got all our information, um, got all our information, all our entertainment from there. I think I found out that um, who did I find out that died on MTV from one of those breaking news shits. When they when they announced Tupac and Biggie or no Biggie's, I think I was in fourth grade. I think I remember that. Um, yeah, I think it was I think it was Biggie who I, I think I was looking at MTV. Then they announced that he died. 
and on top of that, they had animations and stuff like that. Saw Eon Flux for the first time. Saw animated sperm for the first time on Eon Flux and on on MTV. I was not really a fan of uh, um, what you, what's the name of that show, uh, Beavis and Butthead, but I watched it because it, it was cool for for what it was. I did like the the metal, the heavy metal parts, but I didn't really like them as characters. I played the video game of uh, Beavis and Butthead. I remember playing that shit, and I was like, oh, my God, man. It, it was just so raunchy, that fucking shit. It was just, like, nasty for what for what purpose, man? That shit. Uh-huh. But I remember, like, growing up, I went from no cable mm-hmm. to then having that, and it was such a jump where it was like, what is this like this is another this is like another dimension when I'm watching like oh, it was great cover I think that's uh that's been our fucking show I know we went from basically Captain American Winter Soldier to Nostalgia fucking Boulevard over here but uh, I hope everybody enjoyed this week's episode let me play us out with uh, a little bit of Muzak once again, actually for the first time, I've been Pat. And this is Kev. And we've been us and y'all been y'all. I hope everybody had a ball. Catch you next week. Peace. Peace.